Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Mesut Ozil is in here! Beautiful goal! Walcott! What a goal! It's been flicked in by Alexis Sanchez, a quality goal from the Gunners! Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Russell Hargreaves. Coming up on this week's show, Olivier Giroud talks to us about being thrust into the world footballing spotlight. Remember a quick-fire treble from Theo Walcott in our history lesson. Adrian Clarke is here for an FA Cup final chalkboard special. We kick off, though, by looking at a double game week with our Arsenal insider. Let's hear from another Arsenal insider on the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Reese Weston came through the Arsenal Academy to make his first team debut in 1999. He's now a top journalist and footballing broadcaster and joins us on the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Uh, Reese, welcome. How are you? I'm very well, thank you guys. How are you doing? Pretty good. A rather strange day at the Emirates, let's be fair though, wasn't it? A really good performance, good win against a strong Everton team, but Liverpool winning, just not enough to get top four, as you well know, and that's the bitter pill. Yeah, tough one to take. Tough one to take. It was a bit of an anti-climax and it seems a little, it was a little bit too little, too late for the Gunners. Um, now, incredibly good form back end of the season, but just you know, a couple of games too late, unfortunately. And we're now staring at the Europa League next season instead of the Champions League, where we we feel like we belong. And the way it all panned out with Arsenal winning comfortably, Liverpool yet to score at that point, and that red strike just before half time just really sucked the life out of everybody, didn't it? Yeah, it did. But I think in, in in reality, it was always going to be a tough ask and you know, all Arsenal could do was win their game and hope for the best. And Liverpool, they've had a fantastic season. They had a few dips along the way, um, question marks over their defensive capabilities, but invariably they put themselves in a strong position going into the last day. And once the first goal went in, the floodgates opened almost. And unfortunately, they nicked that fourth spot and um, ruined the party at the Emirates. But Arsenal at least getting the win, despite Laurent Koscielny getting sent off, possibly an injury to Gabriel as well, which we'll keep an eye on. But maybe at a bit of a cost with the weekend in mind, but still, at least they took care of business and, and got another win and have got some momentum ahead of the cup final. Yeah, it's vitally important going into the cup final. You know, talk about winning, breeding confidence, and the confidence will certainly be high. Um, obviously, Chelsea in, in, in imperious form as well, champions elect and They'll be looking for the double, but I think there's a lot riding on this for Arsenal. And I think going into Wembley under these circumstances, having missed out on Champions League football, I think it would give the Gunners the edge going into the game. It'll be a very tough game, no doubt. Um, 
but I'm, I'm quietly confident that you know, with everything that's going on this season, both on and off the pitch, it'll be a great way to, to finish the 2017 campaign. Now, mention Koscielny and Gabriel. With all of that in mind, what would you do? Would you revert back to a flat back four if there is a dearth of, of centre halves, or would you still go with three at the back? I, I think the three suits Arsenal. To be honest, the way they're playing at the moment, um, I'd be inclined to revert to type and go back four. But looking at the bodies available, I think you'd be looking at Mustafi, Rob Holding, and Monreal as your back three. Uh, I'd be more comfortable with those three as opposed to playing in a back four. Um, it really depends what the boss thinks is the best option but if it was me looking at the balance of the side I'd probably be more inclined to keep a back three um, a lot more mobility when you've got holding a Montreal playing either side of Mustafi so it'll be interesting to see which way he goes We'll get the thoughts of Clarkey on that a little bit later on um, Peter Cech continuing his fine form with some good saves let's hear a little bit of him speaking post-match It's disappointing you know, in a way, we pr we improved by four points uh, than last season. We have four more points, and it's uh, it's obviously the way it went this season. You know, we are not even top four, which it's a kind of, as I said, a bittersweet uh, feeling because you know you could be you could be happy that we improved by four points, but obviously we can't be happy with the fact that we are out of the top four and and we will have to play uh, the Europa League. But you know, that's the way it goes, and I uh, and I have to say, you have to respect every competition because European trophy is a European trophy. First, Peter Cech speaking on the back of that 3-1 victory against Everton. And Reese, I just wonder what a big day it could be for Peter when we get to the weekend. Old club, of course, up against in Chelsea and could well be captain too after Koscielny. Yeah, it'll be a great occasion for him. Um, obviously, he was a fantastic servant for Chelsea, but he's been magnificent for Arsenal. Um, can you talk about players being invaluable and he certainly brings a calm and confidence to his defence when he's playing and he's been in great form. He's a true professional and, as I said, going to, to Wembley, hopefully he'll be given the captain's armband. It'll be you know, a great mark of respect for the man. Um, and for him to come out on top as a winning captain in the FA Cup final against his former club, that'll be a, a very sweet victory, I would suggest. And would that be enough to try and deem the campaign as a whole a success winning the Cup or is this a year where unfortunately there's been too much gloss taken off with the fifth place finish? You know, it's, it's all relative, isn't it? You know, people are always going to have their opinions of what, what a successful season actually is. Um, but in hindsight, I think if Arsenal come away with an FA Cup win, they're in Europe, albeit in Europa League. But it's, it's been the most competitive top six I've seen in a long, long time in the Premier League. Very, very difficult campaign for all involved. Obviously, Chelsea ran away with it, but you look at Spurs, Man City, Liverpool, Man United, Research, and Everton coming to the party as well. It's been a really tough campaign. And yes, you know, it's disappointing that Arsenal didn't infiltrate the top four. And you can you know, allude to a number of reasons as to why that may or may not happen. But the reality is, if you come away with silverware, um, it has to be deemed as a success. It won't appease all areas of the ground. You know, the Emirates fans are are expectant as well they should be given the size and stature of Arsenal but I think if they come away with FA Cup glory they can rebuild over the summer um, and hopefully come back even stronger next year Reese, appreciate your time on the Arsenal Weekly Podcast it's been great to have you on thank you very much Arsenal, 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 Arsenal. 
one player who pretty much always has a major role to play for the Gunners, be it starting or off the bench, is French striker Olivier Giroud. He's the third child talking about signing for Arsenal from Montpellier some five years ago and being thrust from a local Languedoc celebrity into an international superstar. Being in the media spotlight, being in front of the camera, being mm. a celebrity, is that something that people try to prepare you for? Or is that something, again, that you had to learn to, to deal with yourself? Um, I mean, each player is different and uh, it depends if uh, you like to talk, uh, you are sociable or not. Uh, some of the uh, players doesn't like to, are a bit shy, doesn't like to speak too much and they try to avoid the cameras or interviews. But if you are doing well, you will love to speak in front of cameras or go on a TV show or something like that. So you have to deal with that and you have to, it's like a training uh, every day. Um, and my first one was not uh, very good, I've seen it. It's funny because you asked me about my first goal and I've seen my first goal interview uh, after the game and it was so funny. I couldn't recognize me, uh, long hair, no beard, and my voice was uh, so different. And yeah, it was my first one, and uh, but I was uh, was okay in front of the camera. But uh, yeah, obviously you you get more confident years after years. What about when you're in public? Let's say you go into London with your friends or your family. That's got to be very strange. Uh, you mean the. Um, the people uh, who comes to me. Yeah, people come and speak to you. I mean, people want to, I, people want to see you. I'm uh, at, at a stage, uh, I try to explain to my daughter because sometimes, when uh, at school last time, uh, uh, someone asked me for a picture and my daughter was here and uh, I tried to explain her for why she, uh, they ask for a picture because, uh, yeah, sometimes she can, she, she maybe she can't understand or so it, I think it's important to explain and that uh, that is um, a mediatic um, uh, footballer like uh, yeah I'm you can see me on TV and everything so yeah I think it's important to um, to take conscience that you have to deal with that uh, and um, I'm happy to uh, answer to people who ask me um, for an autograph or a picture. And uh, um, I, th I mean, it's, um, we say in French, c'est la rançon de la gloire. So it's uh, uh, maybe the broom wrong of the glory. I don't know if you can understand, but yeah, because if you are, yeah, if you are <laughs> like, uh, if you are doing well and successful and people uh, recognize you and they like you, you have to give them back. And uh, especially when uh, they ask it uh, in a nice way. So yeah, it's part of the, of the job, but it's true that I can uh, see a huge difference uh, from the first year I arrived here. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, do, uh, I do a lot, of, a lot more. And it's Adams, put through by Bold! Would you believe it? Or oh, Charlie George, who can hit him? Oh, lovely goal! It's up for grabs now! Thomas! Right at the end! 
the 24th of May 2015, Theo Walcott hit a first half hat trick against West Bromwich Albion. Bit of space, thought about the shot, then chose against it. And this is what Arsenal need to be showing plenty of authority. Walcott, good effort, and what a goal! Theo Walcott smashed that in, and Arsenal have scored. Well, what can you say? A great, great keeping the ball, and fans were getting frustrated, but Theo found space. One touch, Jags being top corner. It's all Arsenal at the moment. Good ball by Urzel, that's a great first touch. Trying to link with Wilshire. Urzel trying to get through. Walcott's in here. Theo Walcott scores! Doubles his tally and Arsenal. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We'll make it 2-0. Well, it's his day at the moment. I mean, up until now, he's only been involved in any build-up or anything. He's now got two goals for himself. Mesut Ozil, back with Wilshire. Wants the return, Jack Wilshere, this is lovely, this is for Kazool, it must be! And there is the hat-trick for Theo Walcott, and Arsenal make it 4-0. Well, we said he could have a hat-trick before half-time. Really, Jack Wilshere should have gone through and had a shot. I think he set up Kazoola. Can't do anything wrong today, Theo. Theo would follow up that hat-trick with an opening goal in the FA Cup final in the victory against Aston Villa just a week later. The Gunners will be looking for repeat success at Wembley this Saturday against Chelsea. We'll look ahead to that next with Adrian Clark at The Chalkboard. The Chalkboard with Adrian Clark. Well, Adrian Clark joins me at the chalkboard. Clarky, looking uh, nice suited and boosted today. Well, I'd, I thought I'd make the effort for uh, probably our last studio podcast of the season. Yes, yes. I'm right. a little bit throaty. Been doing too much commentating this year. Been talking way too much. I so thank goodness. Uh, on, or, on or, and on off air. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah, thank goodness it's all over. Yes, yes, yes. We'll prize a couple more minutes out of you, my friend. Fear not. Um, we'll start with our question on the chalkboard. With suspensions and injuries around the back three... Should Arsenal stick with a back three or maybe revert to four at the back for the cup final? 
100% stick with the back three because it's working. You, all you have to do is look at the performance levels, look at the stability that this shape has brought. Look at the results. Okay, we lost to Tottenham. Disappointing. But the other eight games have all ended in victory. So the players are comfortable with it. And despite the problems, I still think we can field three quality central defenders. I don't think it'd be a problem. So what would you do? Monreal? I would be looking at I would be looking at slotting Monreal in at left centre back, where I think he's perfectly good. Uh probably Mustafi providing he's okay in the centre and Rob Holding on the right. It, look, it's a blow to lose Lauren Kashioni. No doubt about that. Clearly, he's a, he's a big leader, but uh, Mustafi could step in to that middle point and do a really good job, I think. So, um, no, I'm not overly concerned. Gibbs, I suppose, will slot in on the left, and then it's a toss-up between Hector Bayer and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, providing he's fit. So, uh, look, I would, I would 100% stick with three at the back, and to be perfectly honest, given the success the team has had with it, I would like to see the team work on it in pre-season even more and come back with it again next season. Why not? Think of the Villa and Hull Cup wins. Arsenal very much heading in as, as the team to be shot at. Mm. This time when they play Chelsea at the weekend, uh, they are the underdogs, aren't yeah. they? I wonder how that mentally will affect them, hopefully in a, in, a, in a good way, funnily enough. It should liberate them. Yeah, all the pressure is on Chelsea. Chelsea have had a phenomenal season, we know that. And they are on the verge of a famous League and Cup double. Now, it... We don't know how they will approach that. They could play with the freedom of champions and not really care either way, whether they win or lose. And, and that makes them very dangerous. As for Arsenal, Arsenal's season hinges on it. But there is the disappointment won't go away of finishing fifth. I think ultimately that was the aim, wasn't it? Champions League football, it hasn't happened. So in many respects, the FA Cup, even though people will say it's there to save Arsenal's season... It's more of a bonus, really, I think, at the end of the day. And um, it will turn what's been a frustrating campaign into, into an OK one because at the end of every year, you, you want a trophy and Arsenal have a very good chance of getting one. OK, so Chelsea's biggest strength have been several. Yeah. Is it ironically switching to three at the back because they were being absolutely tonked by Arsenal at half-time all those months yeah. ago? I don't yeah. know, it's funny. Well, it is, I think. Yeah, he wanted to go 4-2-4. Four, four. That was Conte's plan at the, at the start in pre-season. That's what he worked on. It was 4-4-2, four, four, but, but it was quite a bold version of... It didn't work. Arsenal brutally exposed it and then, then they changed and it, it, it just worked out brilliantly for them. So, yeah, but he had that plan B up. Up his sleeve. I think it's clearly something. So it wasn't just a had. random kind of he, desperate he, Hail Mary. No, it clearly worked on it in training. But you don't suddenly go uh, rip everything up and start again with no practice and then get the results that Chelsea got. So, um, so look, Chelsea's strengths all over the pitch. They've got strengths, haven't they? I think their strength actually is their strength, their power, their street wiseness. They are a team of men and. On the big occasion, you would expect them to bring their A game. You don't ever really bank on Chelsea making mistakes. They're more than capable of overpowering most teams. So it's down to Arsenal in this match just to stand tall and fight fire with fire, as they did here at Emirates Stadium back in September. For me, it's the fact that quite a few players have either kind of fallen out of first team contention or been loaned away or whatever. Quite a few of the kind of wastes and strays of the squad and people who've been disenfranchised toward the end under Jose, he's got them all back and, and playing well, well within their kind of, you know, threshold and, and right up to their pinnacle. Yeah. So with that in mind, who would you say is one or two of the key battlegrounds? Oh, there, there are key battlegrounds all over the pitch, aren't there? On that, they pretty much play with 13 players this season. 
the 11 that most people could name, plus Fabregas, plus Willian, incredibly lucky to be able to do that. But Fabregas but, making some really important contributions yeah, of well. late as yeah, well. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he's exactly. actually usurped Matic in the team, so it'd be fascinating to see if he plays. If Fabregas plays, he would perform my key duel. And I would say, right, what do Arsenal do? Stick Ramsey on him. Stick Ramsey on him to run him the other way. When Arsenal Don't have, talk to him about Aaron Arsenal, Ramsey. Yeah. We're on that in a second. Yeah. Don't mention that. Um, but he can, he, he can run Fabregas the other way if he plays. Um, key jewels, Mustafi on Costa. Can he, beat, can he um, really bully him like he did here at Emirates? Or will we see Costa turn the tables uh, all over the pitch? I, I still think whoever plays up top... Their battle with David Luiz is a really interesting one. Even though he's had a really good campaign, surprisingly good, he gives away a lot of fouls. He's still, in my opinion, the liability of that Chelsea back four. So, um, yeah, jewels all over the pitch. Too many to mention. And subbing all those down into a sentence, how do you beat Chelsea at the cup final? (laughs) You beat Chelsea in the cup final by replicating the attitude of that famous 3-0 victory here at Emirates Stadium. And being strong. It it is all about staying physically and mentally strong. Don't gift Chelsea the lead. If Chelsea go in front, I I fear it's game over. Score first, Arsenal can win the cup. A man who is definitely mentally strong. I'm not sure about whether he is physically strong or not, but he's put up with a fair amount of abuse as he slides in at this point of the podcast for for months now. It is the uh, podcast producer, Mr. Liam Roberts. Broken man. Broken man by end of the season. There's a bit of a, a, bit of a spring in my step now because I can see the finish line. Um, so How's your teeth? Have a tip. It's better. Yeah, yeah. better. I talk again. Yeah, you don't, don't need to have a few more weeks off. No, nah, it might be Christmas. Maybe <laughs> maybe about Christmas time. So. <laughs> so coming into the last Premier League game of the season, 27-21 to Adrian. This, of course, is in the prediction competition. In the prediction though, competition, competition yeah. yes. You needed two correct results to uh, to push it for a tie break. I asked you which player would score Arsenal's final Premier League goal of the season. Adrian, you went with Olivier Giroud. He didn't even play. Didn't, didn't play <laughs> a part, yeah. So, so. Right, you went for Alexis and things were going swimmingly for you until Aaron Ramsey did this. Welbeck again, Ozil again. Great close control from the players. Ozil still going, terrific skill. He's laid it off here towards Ramsey with a colour! Oh, I say, how about that? That is sensational football. First from Mesut Ozil and then a brilliant goal right into the top corner. Arsenal do have a third and that was sensational stuff from Aaron Ramsey. Absolute weldy. Don't remind me. 90 plus minutes. I'm going to be honest, I was actually commentating on Spurs of all teams. So I was busy trying to commentate on eight goals while keeping an eye on the events at the Emirates uh, and broke my heart. The three-pointer would have kept it all going, Liam, until the last week, but no. God bless you, Aaron Ramsey. (laughs) I, I, I shamelessly... Punch the air in delight when I was watching that. So, um, yeah, well done, Aaron. You've, uh, you've uh, delivered, well, I guess, silverware of sorts to the yeah, Clark so, household. So just one point for us. You <sighs> Do cannot, I get a trophy? Cannot, I, cannot I think win. your trophy is the ability to take on his Twitter account. That's, uh, that should be trophy enough. It's not very much like Arsenal, you know. It's, it's, it's a tragic war that's on line in the sand where they cannot make top four. Yeah. I cannot It was a win. great performance. Again, great performance on the day. You fought to the bitter end, but it's... Uh, yeah, Aaron Ramsey, done you in. Put it there, put it there, Russ. Well done, mate. Yeah, well done. Yeah. 
Well, I, mean, I said congrats, but that doesn't Tease really make to sense. my Twitter account. <laughs> yes, I, I cannot wait. So, uh, yeah, on, on yeah, one day to be decided yeah. very soon, uh, you will hand over the keys to your Twitter oh, account, God. and and I will endeavour to have fun with it. Well, I'll have to still look after my own kids, unless, of course, it's one of them in New Zealand. <laughs> anyway, right. So, well, I don't know. Do you, do you want to call it now as the final result, or do you want one more, one more for for? Oh, I think we should say. do one more. Yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah, but, yeah. but it's not. It's, it, we're not you're not going to be double or quits. We're not doing Ooh. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's over now. This is this is literally now just uh, just a, a final a final prediction. FA Cup final. We think Alexis and Ozil are going to be key to this game. Mm. I want to know how many times they'll pass to each other? How many times they'll pass to each other? I think right. Ozil uh, to Alexis. <sighs> Uh, 17. Okay, that's a good guess because 17 times in the home match they pass to each other. So. <laughs> I'll go because of it being the cup final and a bit of extra kind of atmosphere and everybody being pumped up. I'll say 20. All right then, final, final one of the season. Liam, loving your work. Thank you very much indeed. And Clarky, when can we see and well, we'll you again? Yes, I will be hosting the FA Cup final match day show. Very excited about that. It's going to be, I believe, a 50-minute special here from Emirates Stadium. So, uh, yeah, bring it on. Let's hope it's another really memorable day beneath the arch. Well, that's full time on this week's show. Our thanks to Olivier Giroud, Peter Cech, Reese Weston, and of course, Adrian Clark for their contributions today. Don't forget, you can subscribe on iTunes, leaving us a five-star review in the process. You can catch us on Acast these days as well, so you've never got the excuse to miss another episode. We're back on Monday, the 30th of May, with all the reaction to the FA Cup final. Until then, come on, you gunners at Wembley. The Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.